You're listening to Radio Americana Detroit on tapdetroit.com. Still graduate. What's this guy's name anyway? 
name is Buddy Ravel. All right, you're listening to Radio Americana, Detroit. We're down here. My guest is Brian Elam from Hello. Westland, Michigan. Hello. What's happening, Brian? It's all happening. You know, it's weird. I had this this dream, like... Was it an awesome I, I, dream? Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I feel like you've already been here, and we did the podcast. You, you know, know? I, I had a similar dream. And then I, I woke up this morning, and I was like, Oh, today's the podcast. It's like, wow, it's really strange. So well, life takes a lot of weird turns. Yeah. It was either that or you were here Friday night. Well, you and know. And I had a technical problem, didn't realize till you were gone. Like I always say, we're all here because we're not all there. Right. Yeah. And you're not here because you're there. And right back at you. Yeah. Okay. We're getting a lot works. of things cleared up early. Yeah. 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 Solving the. So tell me about you. My name is Brian Elam. I grew up in Garden City. And uh, my dad was a had a gospel quartet. They traveled around tri state area. And I grew up uh, learning harmony and vocal techniques from him, though I, I didn't exactly follow him. <laughs> but, uh, and my mother was a piano teacher, classical piano. And um, she taught classical students at home, so I got a mix of both. Mostly I was uh, raised in a Christian home, so I didn't hear too much secular music, except things like Glenn Campbell and Perry Como. And Peter, Paul, yes, and Mary were okay. Jesus and, loves me. Right. And then one day my, uh, my uncle knew I was in love with Glenn Campbell. He brought me my first guitar, it was a real piece of shit. The strings were way up off the neck, you know, it hurt to play. But he told me this crazy story that Glenn Campbell had given this guitar to him to give to me. <laughs> so I felt a real responsibility to learn to play it. So that's how I learned to play. That's pretty inspiring. Then I got, I got good enough to where my dad said, okay, let's buy you a better guitar. Well, that didn't go so well either because we went to some house... That, bought it from some private owner and the kid was in the bedroom crying it was his guitar he was being punished <laughs> for whatever he had done so i felt guilty again right so that's why i stuck with guitar because i had a responsibility you didn't laugh at him ah, tough luck kid yeah no, I, was, I was sensitive yeah nah, i'd probably feel bummed out too it was weird so so, so who'd you grow up listening to well, well, it was Glenn most, Campbell, obviously. yeah, those people, and um, but then one day, I was wandering behind a, a strip mall by my house, and I saw some albums sticking out of the trash. Yeah. It looked like they were in great condition, so I took them home. Now I hadn't heard of either artist. It was two albums, and that pretty much changed everything for me. It was Joni Mitchell, Clouds, and Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde. So. That kind of opened my eyes up pretty wide. And I grew up listening to them and Neil Young and the Beatles. And, right. You know, I didn't buy my first record I bought was Meet the Beatles because uh, my parents said they're going to have to listen to an album I buy before they let me keep it. So I've got something innocent. 
Then they didn't check on the Beatles after that anymore, so I went straight to Magical Mystery Tour. <laughs> right. I was off and running. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. What songs are on that Bob Dylan album? Pledging My Time, uh, Just Like a Woman. Just uh, Like a Woman. Yeah. Um, I'm not very well versed in uh, Bob Dylan songs. I have a few that I like. Yeah. He has just as many as I don't care for as I really like. Well, that would add up to a lot of either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had just never heard anybody, you know, put a serious lyric to a popular tune. Right. Until that time. Except the Christian music I had to listen to. Mm -hmm. Um, So so that kind of and then Joni Mitchell kind of opened my mind to more poetic language. Right. So the two of them combined pretty much did me in. Yeah, right on. Dig it. Then Neil Young came along and loved him just as much until recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's an old guy. I know. He, he's, he's, he's standing on his front porch going, get off my lawn! Yeah, he's, he's the ornery <laughs> old man now. Right? Of course, so. they, always, they say he was always ornery. <laughs> it's like Johnny Rotten. He used to be angry all the time. Now he's just a Fussy old codger. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't have the same effect. Now, when Carlin was angry at the end of his life, it was effective. <coughs> so you never know. Yeah, that was my favorite Carlin, too. You were saying earlier that you didn't think he was funny when he was... No, well, he wasn't funny. I mean, it was truthful. But if I paid to go see him do comedy and he gave me a lecture, I would not have been pleased. But... uh he kind of reinvented himself as an old guy. He couldn't, you know. Yeah, I can't. You know, he's an artist. He can do what he wants, especially yeah. at that point in his life. Right, right. Who's yeah. gonna stop him? So, why don't you play us a song? I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you're listening to Radio Americana. This has been Brian Elam. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Oh, wait a minute. I'll play a song. <laughs> okay. I got a guitar here. All right. <laughs> The president has gone insane He's poked the bear and passed the blame Myth makers are rinsing truth down the drain Propaganda just got real in Ukraine Events unfold like an old road map And once it unfolds there's no folding it back I'm still waiting for that light they said would come through the cracks It's too dark to see fiction from fact
I've been thinking back to a time not so long ago I was a child in the sunlight despite all we now know Just enough of a glimpse to keep me ill at ease With the few among us who seem to do whatever they please Who are these tyrants in our paradise? Under threats of their violence we all sacrifice We follow the punches and roll with the dice They play with our world while we pay the price The president has gone insane He's poked the bear and passed the blame Myth makers are rinsing truth down the drain Propaganda just got real in the Ukraine I really like that okay, Thanks That's a good, good protest song a little risky. That's a, yeah. a little risky to protest anything these days. Right? right. Well, unless you're protesting the proper thing. And, and the, the proper company. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. As long as you're sponsored by the right company. <laughs> I did a show in Adrian at a great place called Hooligans. And uh, it was St. Patrick's Day, so I had a few St. Patrick's Day songs. But I have no fondness for St. Patrick's, so I did a very negative song against him. And I got some feedback. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. They remembered me, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. They love you for hating you. Right. <laughs> Either way it works. Free publicity. So do you think that's a, um, a direct line to your Bob Dylan influence? A song like that? Like the one I just did? or, or Yeah. That's certainly there. Yeah. But, you know, at this point in my life, I've explored lots of different artists and learned from them, picked up little bits and pieces, and, you know, imitate until you become yourself. Those influences remain, and they can be pointed out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why, uh, for a while, when I started playing with my bass player, uh, he kept telling me to stop playing the harmonica in my songs. He says, it reminds people that you're a lot like Dylan. <laughs> That's their problem. I happen to play harmonica. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's a critic on every corner, you know. I just pretty much do what I do, and I know who my influences are, but I don't feel like I'm stealing from anybody. No. It does. It's a tradition, too, yeah. you know. Right. I think Dylan said at one point, is the problem with a lot of current modern artists they have no sense of context for what they're doing. They have no sense of history of music. Because if you understand the history of music, you can enter into a dialogue with it. 
Mm -hmm. And that made sense to me. Of course, it was unfortunate that Dylan was the one that said that. (laughs) Here we go again. Right. But it's hard to escape the influence of certain people. Sure. You know, even if you don't know it's there. And yeah, I like it when it when it just happens organically. It's like, wow, you sound a lot like you know, even if that person's not trying to sound like them. It's great. Well, and they think that's a compliment when they tell you, oh, you yeah. sound like so-and-so. It's not yeah. a compliment. No, I... I not to I, me, anyway. It's like, no, 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 I'm me. Right. I mean, but, you know, you got to put down your sensitivity real I've been told I'd sound like Dylan. I'd sound like Tom Petty. Yeah. Um, All that crap. Well, not with my voice like this, but... I think I showed you a song, uh, you know, the other night in that dream we had. You know, <laughs> and you said, that sounds like a Beatles song. Yeah, definitely had so, it. Yeah. You know. I just said it sounded like it could be a Beatles song. Could be song. a Beatles song. That's even, yeah, that's <laughs> or it could have been a Bad Finger song. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but I liked the song, so I didn't didn't really mean it that way. No, I know you did. <laughs> and other people, when they say you know you sound like somebody, they don't mean it that way. They think they're right. complimenting you. Right. Right. I remember at that same St. Patrick's show. I guess I was not having a good night. This old couple came in. They were sitting real close, all lovey dovey, and uh, they looked Irish. And the guy came up and he says, do you know uh, My Wild Irish Rose? I didn't know that song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it, but I, I didn't know it. Right. So I apologized and said, maybe next year. So he went back to his seat, listened to one more song, got up with his wife to walk out, and he put a dollar down on the stage for me. <laughs> like an insult. <laughs> so, you know. Does that mean I paid my dues? <laughs> right. No, I'm still paying them every day. Right. All right, let's uh, take a break for a moment. I got to make some adjustments. and uh, Yeah, I got to make a few adjustments myself. And we'll be back with Brian. I did that last time. I kept calling yeah, you Brian. Yeah, in the dream, right. <laughs> in the dream. Yeah. In the dream, you were Brian. In the, yeah, I think I was Bryn. <laughs> Bryn. Yeah, Bryn Elam. <laughs> Bryn Elam. Right. All right, we'll be back with Brian Elam. Hi, I'm, I'm Jerry Mitchell. I'm with the school paper, um, the Titan. I, I know this is a little weird, me asking who you are standing side by side in front of the urinals. If you're a fag. Oh, God. Uh, me? Oh, no, no way. What I'm trying to find out is, you are Buddy Ravel, right? You a narc? No, I'm with the school paper. What do you want, man? I just got to the school. I don't want anything. That is all. All I want to do is talk to you, see? See, they told me to write this stupid little piece about you because you're the new kid on campus. You're gonna do a stupid little piece on me. Why would I want to look stupid? No, 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 no. You're not gonna look stupid. Not at all. And incidentally, just so you know, I don't care if you do all kinds of dope and shit. I'm I'm not anybody's narc, you know? Not that I think that you do dope or anything like that. I mean... Listen. Why don't we forget this whole thing and pretend this never happened, okay? 
You're never gonna forget this happened. Understand something, Jerry. I don't like it when people know about me. In fact, I don't like it when anybody knows about me. So you can take that newspaper of yours and wipe off your dick with it. You made me mad, Jerry. Now I'm gonna have to do something to work it off. Work it off? You and me, we're gonna have a fight today. After school, three o'clock in the parking lot. You try and run, I'm gonna track you down. You go to a teacher, it's only gonna get worse. You sneak home, I'm gonna be under your bed. You and me, three o'clock. All right, we're back with Brian Elam, singer-songwriter from Westland, Michigan. So... So that's a tough question. <laughs> no, um, so you were telling me that you you admire Taylor Swift oh, as a okay. as a songwriter. Yeah, I do. Um, do you have all her albums? Well, I'm that way with artists. If I like something, I get everything they got. Right. <laughs> you know, see what the deal is. But when I get obsessed with a particular artist, it'll last several months. I'll just learn everything I can from them and right. then move on to the next one. Right. You know. And then damn her, she's remaking every one of her albums, so I'm not going to buy the new ones. <laughs> and But half of my interest in her was also her people. Because mm -hmm. I was just starting to learn how to you know, produce at home with my right. home studio. Right. And those guys are wizards. And they're generous enough to talk about it on YouTube with mm -hmm. instructional things. Mm -hmm. I pay close attention to what they did with her songs. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm only a little cheeky about it, mentioning it, not because <laughs> I, I, just because she's a pop artist, and, right? And, and you know, it's not. It's like, are we supposed to take her seriously? She's right. pretty and she's a pop artist, right? <laughs> well, actually, she is legitimate. She's talented. Yeah, she. Does. I'm excited to see what she does when she's fifty. You yeah. know, right? When she's really in her prime. Good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Why don't you play us another song? Well, I could do that. I'll keep it in the depressing mode because, you know, that's the comfort zone for most people. I don't know what well, I'm saying. Depressing, <laughs> depressing times call yeah. for uh, depressing songs. I guess. So here we go. Sorry. I can't work and I can't think I can't relate, I'm not amused Please can I be excused Feels like I'm living in an alien world Feels like I'm living in an alien world
my secret lies For that they've got a pill But in my mind I'm not the one that's ill Modified crops Poison in the well Chemtrail skies A toxic smell Savages in suits Roam the countryside Taking what they need And leave the rest to die Feels like I'm living in an alien world Feels like I'm living in an alien world secret lies for that they got a pill but in my mind I'm not the one that's ill I recall when I'm not so numb a different world that I come from a simpler place we all could yeah, I've seen some of you over there Feels like we're living in an alien world Feels like we're living in an alien world Savages in suits. Yes, you gotta watch out for those people. It's awesome. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time I met you. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, I I didn't know anything about you. Um, well, other than about you. other than seeing you on on Facebook and the Trinity House yeah, Trinity open House. mic uh, Facebook page. I have a checkered history with Trinity House. Do you? A little bit. Fortunately, everybody that's currently knows me from there doesn't remember. <laughs> I, was a, I had a bit of an attitude when I was younger with music. And uh, I went to Trinity House and, you know, I liked it, of course. It was great, you know. Um, but I was at a place where I was tired of playing for free. Mm -hmm. And I thought, all these people are playing for free a lot of the time. Right. And it's just hurting all of us. And what if we all stopped doing that? Right. They'd have to start paying us, you know, like unionizing us sort of weird way. Right. And nobody wanted to hear that. Then I further said, you know, some of us are better than others and should be given more songs. <laughs> Meaning you. <laughs> yeah, me, of course. <laughs> I've, I've humbled myself quite a bit yeah. since then. Though I do think we play free a lot 
more than we should. Now your uh, your attitude, you still have some of that. It comes out in your lyrics, so right. And and that's one thing I noticed in your presentations of your songs, and that's why I asked you to be here. I, I just I could tell you're an interesting guy, mm. and what you were saying earlier about what we were talking about off the microphone. I totally concur, and I knew you were there just by going off some of your songs. You still remember that? Huh? I don't even remember what we were talking. About. <laughs> well, I appreciate you uh, taking notice. I've been doing it forever. Might have learned a couple tricks by now. I don't know. Right? Yeah. We all we all do. My main thing is lyrics, though. It always has been. So you know, I'm. A, yeah, me too. That's where it's at for me. As long as I can chop out three chords. Three chords know. and the truth. That's right. right, exactly. Yeah. That is it. Sometimes you know, I'll throw in a jazz <clears throat> chord just to keep people confused. You know, I, I uh, when I took a train to New Mexico, um, I'm wearing a New Mexico shirt. Anyway, there was a, there was this kid sitting on the, in the, in one of the carts, in one of the lounge carts, cars rather and he had a guitar and he really couldn't play he was just like playing on a couple of strings and kind of like shaky jake singing i don't know who that is oh, you don't remember him no he's an arbor legend oh okay and he, uh, his guitar was out of tune completely he didn't oh. care he was just a hobo <laughs> but he had interesting words to say right anyway um so the kid was the kid was he was a young kid like 18 years old and he was singing some songs, and I got to talking to him, and I played him some of my songs, and I started telling him about, you know, he wanted to be a songwriter, you know. I said, well, I mean, he didn't even know how to do chords, so I showed him, I showed him D A and D A and G, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, worked for Rod Stewart for years, <laughs> and. Uh, I told him all you need is three chords and the truth, and to him that was like angels opened up the sky. It's like first time he heard that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and he goes, well, you know what? Asking me about, you know, well, where do lyrics come from? I go, lyrics are all around you. They're, you know, listen to mm-hmm. listen to things that people are saying. You might hear exactly. somebody talking to somebody else, and they'll say something interesting. You just, you know, listen to what you say. Passing thoughts, absolutely. In, I'm always yeah. talking into my phone because I don't have time to stop and pull over, you know. Right. Random little lines. Yeah. And he was, he was, uh, his, he, I can't say he's running away from home because he's 18 years old, but he was leaving home. He lived in St. Louis, Missouri. Right. You know, he was heading out to L.A. I guess he had some cousins out there. And I see him on Facebook now and he's, he's doing all right. Is he making you know, music? Um, I'm not sure what he's doing. He's like into this fashion thing, this uh, hip hop. He's this succumbed to pop. LA. He's he's in the pop pop culture, you know. Right. But he's still Maybe he's he a good Taylor. kid, huh? Maybe he knows Taylor. <laughs> um, what was his name? Oh, Marcus. He's a Hispanic kid, a good kid. I really liked him a lot. So, and then. I didn't know if he had any money, and I only had five bucks in my pocket. And I gave him five bucks before I left the 
train. I said, here, I don't know if you have any food for money, but right. here's five bucks. So that's all I got. <laughs> then that's more than other people. I wasn't going to give them my credit card. More, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. Marcos Riaz. Marcos Riaz. Something like that. You sure you're pronouncing his name right? You don't even have mine right. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Marcos. That part I know is right. Why don't you play us a song? Well, if you want me to, I will. Here's one. Play something I like. <laughs> That's a joke. Tough one. All right. All right, play something you know.
Like those you stood with have left you standing alone Like a foul odor on the breath of a clone That's the first one I heard you play yeah. on Facebook. And I got it. I totally got it right off the bat. <laughs> I didn't know if I'd ever do it again. But I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't it? sure who it was about. It was, okay. Obviously, now it's about Neil Young. That's right, folks. But um, You can still love him, but I'm mad at him, and I'm going to stay that way. <laughs> and it wasn't until you... And Joni Mitchell. And, right. Joined, joined in. Right. Which hurt me, too. Right. You know, they were my trilogy. Dylan Mitchell and... and Young, I but do. I've forgiven Joni Mitchell since then. Have you? Because she's just too incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I have to forgive her, yeah. and she's old, and I don't think she's all there anymore. And I read a story recently that kind of confirmed that uh, from Herbie Hancock, uh -huh. you know, the jazz yeah, yeah. He's worked with her a lot, and he's a close friend. He said her people will not allow me to be alone with her in a room anymore. Now that's very suspicious. Wow. Yeah. So I think they're making her comfortable. She doesn't know what the hell's going on anymore. And they're keeping it that way, so I'm going to let it go. All she knows is she's supporting her friend Neil. Right. <laughs> it gets dicey out there in, in the entertainment world. There's so many great entertainers, yeah. and they do things that are seem unforgivable. Yeah. They don't know what to do, how to separate their life from their work. It was so... Uh, it was bizarre to me in the... Because I'm, I listen to I listen to Joe Rogan podcast a lot, yeah. And I heard the one that he was going off about with the with the uh, what was that guy's name, Doctor? Uh, I don't remember, but I can't yeah. think of his name. But he's the guy that even uh, create helped create the vaccine, hmm. and he. And he was, he was saying, "Yeah, it's not that great, you know." Right. And he was talking about ivermectin and everything. Mm -hmm. And Joe Rogan never, <clears throat> in anything I ever heard him talking about, he never once um, was pro or against anything. Right, he wasn't he championing did, anything. He did he say just... that he took ivermectin, but yeah. he wasn't telling everybody. They should go out and do that. Yeah. He was just stating right. what he did. Absolutely. And that whole thing just got blown up. And like you, with being mad about... Uh, Mr. Young. Yeah, Neil Young. I was kind of disappointed with uh, Joe Rogan when he came out with that apology mm -hmm. video about you know just repeating certain words that other right. people had said right. he wasn't using the word in anger or disgust or it's a cultural or, reference really in, in a context he was talking about comedy he was talking about comedians I know what you're talking about. Yeah. and unfortunately he used the same words that they used right. and so somebody made a montage of him saying it right. and so 
Anytime you're a public figure, I just wish he'd have come out and said, fuck you. You know, anybody that knows me, anybody that knows anything about me knows I'm not like that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it all just gets all, all out of context purposely. Absolutely. And, and nowadays it's so easy because you can go, oh, I'm going to. There's oh, so much material. Oh, he said that word. I'm, I'm going to pick out these little words that you said. And suddenly you've said this whole sentence that you didn't really say. Right. You know, I can put this word with that word. Yeah. And then now, now I need your public apology. Right. <laughs> I remember when, because I'm ancient, I remember when the Internet first got rolling and everyone's thinking, this is the liberation of information, you know, and like, this is yeah. great. Yeah. And now it's quite clear that it, it's there to confuse us so much that we don't know what we believe. Well, it wasn't so controllable back then. And they figured out a way to... Well, when you have a duplicity of ideas in the marketplace of ideas, and everyone is convincing a little bit, mm -hmm. the end result is nobody knows what to think about anything. Right. And I think that's really what they want. You know? Yeah. They want us to remain confused and and not know. Right. Yeah. I mean, because the really dark, evil people are out there at this point just outright doing what they do and, and not denying it. Have you ever seen the, the documentary? Uh, uh, oh, it's on Netflix, The Social Dilemma about social media. Specifically, Facebook. No, I haven't seen that. About all the diabolical things that they do to help sway yeah. people's opinions through yeah. social media. It's really, and you know, I, you know, I gotta admit, I was, I started getting caught up in there. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like this is, like, flipping through. Oh, somebody, and you know, we, and I, I used to do this too. Flip through, look. Look for things that piss me off so I can respond oh, to it. Right, that's a you drug, know? and it's, uh, people yeah. get addicted to being yeah. angry. Yeah, dopamine. Right. <laughs> right. And, and it's like, yeah, I realized I was doing that. I was like, that's such a fucking negative thing right. to right. do. So <laughs> I quit doing that. <laughs> the thing that bugs me on, on Facebook, the obvious things, but a lot of people don't notice when you're looking at the comments on a section. Yeah. It'll it'll play it'll post the relevant ones, mm -hmm. and you got to click on there to choose oh, right. all of them. Mo well, yeah. what's relevant to you is not relevant to me, right? But, you know, and why is it defaulted to what you think is relevant <laughs> instead of just all of them? Right, it's very controlling. Yeah, yeah. Or when Trump was president, uh, you know, if he'd do something that I didn't understand, that I like, I think I got a problem with that, but I want yeah. to see what his reasoning is because yeah. I'm a fair-minded person, and I'd go to Google, and there would be nothing there. Right. No defense of his side of the story at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Remember when they said he, he, and again, I'm not defending Donald Trump. I'm not defending anybody I, I don't, either. We're talking about censorship. Especially, and, and, especially yeah. politicians. I hate them all. Yeah. But they said that, you know, he, he could, can't we inject, uh, you know, bleach and right. use lights and all this shit? Yeah, and the I guy thought, can't even tell a joke without them saying he's seriously stupid. And I and I I thought about that. I go, there's no fucking way he said that. The, no. So I looked it up. I found the video, yeah. and he said those words. But in a different it was, context. Yeah, and it was it was just the 
poor, in, in my opinion, it was a poorly worded sentence mm-hmm. question. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then they got twisted to, oh, he said this. Yeah, they're going to go with that. And then just boom, boom. And, right. And it just and by blew the time up. It's cleared and, up too. And then people pre- already have it in their heads. Primarily. Right. And and most people probably didn't even look it up for themselves. Right. They just said, "Oh, my friend said he said that, and his friend said he said, yeah. and they told two friends, and they told two it friends." And like <laughs> so I mean, don't get me wrong. He said a lot of super stupid shit. Sure, they all do. We all do. All but, of us do. Right. But when it when it came to that, I go. No, even he wouldn't have said that. Nobody's that dumb. (laughs) Inject some bleach, right? Anyhow, all right. I'm going to step down off of this soapbox and uh, let's. Before we turn people off. (laughs) And they'll turn us off. We'll get canceled. Both of my listeners will cancel me. (laughs) All right, anyhow. You're listening to Radio Americana, and I'm sitting here with Brian. Brian. Wow. I did it again. I think what it is is I'm getting Elam and Brian mixed up together. Similar sounds. Man, my voice sounds like shit. Anyway, this is Radio Americana. I'm Robert Lewis. And I'm Brian Elam. And he is Brian Elam. And you're Robert Lewis. I am. Not Lois. Nope. I'm pretty sure. I can play this game too. <laughs> All right, we're right. We'll be back. Eva, I'll need the file on Jerry Mitchell. Right away, Mr. D. I really don't think that there's any reason to put this in my file, sir. What were you going to do with the blade, Jerry? Well, you see, it's really not my knife. Well, but. Buddy Ravel wants to fight me at 3 o'clock today in the parking lot, and, and I just couldn't get out of it, so a friend of mine... Well, I had this really stupid idea that I might be able to get Buddy kicked out of school before I had a chance to fight him, so I planted the knife in his locker, and then I put a note on Mr. O'Rourke's desk tipping him off, only he found out about the knife before you guys did, and then he stuck it in my mom's steering wheel with another note saying that I definitely now could never get away from him. But, but like I said, it's really not my knife. That is absolutely the most ridiculous excuse I have ever heard in my entire career as a disciplinarian, Jerry. But it's true. Hello, Bill Wojtek. Did you receive a note this morning regarding the contents of Buddy Ravel's locker? Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. They haven't found a note anywhere near his office, Jerry. But Jerry Mitchell's file, Mr. D. Thank you, Eva. Now, this can't be right. A one single unexcused absence in three years. That's very hard to believe. I'm telling you the truth, sir. I wouldn't leave school without a good reason. I'm not quite sure what's going on here, Mitchell. But I want you to understand something. I've dealt with students like you before. You put on a good front for a couple of years. 
and suddenly you think you can get away with bloody murder. Well, I'm going to be watching you from now on. And if I hear even a peep from you, be assured your college acceptance boards will hear from me. Do I make myself clear? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, we're back with Brian Elam, singer-songwriter from Westland, Michigan. Know any jokes? Tell me a joke. <laughs> Why did the village idiot move out of town? I don't know. Why did he? Because he read a statistic that said most accidents happen close to home. <laughs> there you go. I, I, yeah, see? I had to think about whether or not I should laugh. <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah, I told you not to ask me to tell you a oh, joke. Do you ever get... Um, do you ever get um, spam calls on your phone? Constantly. Yeah. Sometimes I'll entertain them, and other times I dismiss them. Yeah, I answered one the other day, and the guy was trying to sell me a grave plot. Hmm. And I said, dude, that's the last thing I need. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the thing about jokes. They're not really funny. <laughs> Dialogue is funny, you know. In a context, a but a joke is usually just wordplay and something right. stupid. <laughs> Got a song? Sure. Why don't you play us a song? All right. Got one in mind, or do you want me to no, call got, one off of I your... got one in mind, if you okay. don't mind. No, I don't mind. Just play something I like. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, in the dream... I'm not hard to play... Please. You like this one. Okay. Okay. Okay, how's it go? Yesterday's sky was blue, but now it's overcast. I thought your love was true, but baby, it's just cinema. Kindly do me the good 
eyes a bit wide open new horizon gonna That's the one I said reminded me of Beatles. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I changed my mind. Oh, good. Because I'd rather it reminded you of me. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking Wilco. Oh, here we go. Which Wilco has a lot of Beatles influence, so all right, well, it does remind me of Beatles. We're all under the influence. <laughs> oh, no, it's a good tune, though. I mean, Thanks. I like it. I like it. You shouldn't put your guitar down, though. I should keep Just keep playing until I tell you to stop. <laughs> what else you got? I got stuff. Okay. I bet you do. Hmm. What about Ode to St. Patrick? I bet that's the one you got in trouble with. I got in trouble bar. for that one. I want to hear it now. <laughs> I don't have the lyrics with me. I might forget. Oh. <laughs> I can give it a shot if you erase it if we screw up. Maybe. Oh, boy. Yeah, I better leave that one alone. But how will I know? Yeah, I'll leave that one alone. Let you enjoy it on the album. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And if I'm ever here at St. Patrick's Day, I'll make sure I know it. What about Flowering Sun? Wow, that's an interesting title. On, uh, uh, me playing something from that. Wouldn't it be more exciting to hear? What do you want to play on your own? What do you want to play? I, I don't know. What does the audience want want you to play? The big audience wants to hear "Breathe." Yes. You Breathe. Think, you think that's what they want? Yeah. All right. I thought you played it already. Oh, that was Breath of a Clone. Right. Breathe. It was a good tune. All right. Let's see if I can do it good. Relationships are hard to take You give your best, you make mistakes Some forgive and some keep score Some want less, some want more
every weakness is exposed Some hearts are open, some are closed Some wounds won't heal, some lines get drawn You do your best to carry on The ones who claim to know you best Will put your heart to every test Supporting and exhorting you To prove you false or prove you true They'll pass their judgment round the room Sentence you to a martyr's tomb Or give you room to breathe And feel free Some will leave you in a heap With promises they would not keep Many can't and others cope By holding on to a shred of hope Not everyone is out to hurt They won't all leave you in the dirt it's difficult to give and trust But take a chance, sometimes you must What falls away was there for you To separate the false from true And those left standing by your side Are those in whom you must confide the essence of your mystery To sharpen your integrity and Teach you how to breathe Feel free Very good. Very good. Okay. <laughs> you need a Kleenex? Don't take them too seriously. He says that to everybody. Oh, oh okay. Here I thought I was getting somewhere with them. <laughs> next he'll say, I love that song. Okay, I'll be ready next. I'll be ready now. So there you got a little variety of things. That's, that's what I do. Well, I appreciate you coming out. Stay controversial, brother. Music needs more rebels. That's the. That's what music's missing these days. I think so. That's why it's hard to play yeah. out because they want you to do cover tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play something that people are comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the point of that? You've got the album. You're right. I want. I want you to play what people just heard in their cars when they pulled into the parking lot. Right. <laughs> Right. So what am I? Oh, they got one of the CDs. Huh? They had one of the CDs in their car. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. So you're saying somebody comes in the barn and they want to have him play something they just heard on, on their CD? Yeah. Well, it must have been his CD. All right, he's had enough to drink. <laughs> Does anybody get it? I yeah, yeah, yeah. The context is, is, is skewed a little bit. <laughs> but you ran with it, and I admire I that. I knew what you meant. <laughs> that reminds me of one of my favorite stories about early Dylan. He played at some place. He did an acoustic set. Everyone was happy. He brought out the band. People started getting uncomfortable. Right. You so, Judas! Yeah. <laughs> So at this one t- at this one time, you. he walked back off stage with the band. And he came back out with a folding chair and a TV tray and a record player. Uh-huh. And he put on one of his old albums and he says, "Well, if you want to hear that, I already did it." And he sat on the stage, played his whole <laughs> album, and read the newspaper the whole time. <laughs> I never heard that story. I love that story. You couldn't was get it, away with that. Now. Was was that the that was the Newport Folk Festival? That was the Newport. I don't know where it was, but it was that year, you know. That's where they were booing them. Yeah, they had a few experiences with that. Yeah, when they first, yeah. Yeah, and the next year they were the hit. Yeah, (laughs) just like with Miles Davis, you know, every time he changed uh, directions, everyone was like, "What?" And a year later, everyone was doing it. You know, I'm not a big jazz fan, but I like everything I've ever heard of his. I pretty much like. I couldn't name any of his songs, but no, I know when he's playing, though. Like if yeah, he's got a certain like if you were to just randomly put point. on a yeah. Miles Davis record without telling me it's Miles Davis, I'd say is that Miles know. Davis. Right. You know because he, he's no, got that signature thing. He's got that. He's got yeah. that thing. Yeah. He's got that. He's got the it. Yeah, with that raspy voice of his. <laughs> He said something about uh, when he won a Grammy. He said something about how you know mostly white people were winning Grammys, and when when a black person uh, wins a Grammy, they should have a separate category called the Mammies. (laughs) (laughs) He was a tough character. That was in like 1972. He was a tough character. Yeah. He got beat up outside of one of his own concerts in the mid-60s because he went out and back for a cigarette. Uh-huh. And there was an Irish cop there, and when he went to go back in, he, he said, well, you're not going to win, man. He said, I'm Miles Davis. I'm up on the car right. So he beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a big mistake. Right. <laughs> well, how about... Then, things seem to make more sense, though. How about... Um, you play one more song and then uh, we're well, up, we're up and life. out. Yeah, call it a life. <laughs> Do what? Call it a, a life. Oh, call it a, a life. Yeah. All right. Well, you seem to enjoy this when I didn't play it for you last time. Hey, hold on before you go on. What's this? Let's drop out. Oh, that's an easy one. Play that and then play the one you said I like. Oh, you're pushing more on me. Okay, well. <laughs> it's an interesting title. Is this about... Uh... It's just a silly song. It's a silly song. Sounds controversial. It's not. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> the dead. 
drop out Let's let go Let's drop out Come on, let's hit the road First we'll work like dogs and save Study travel guides and simplify Then we'll spit on our own grave Live a little before we die Well, let's drop out Let's let go Let's drop out Come on, let's hit the road Well, I hear you can live cheap in Sicily We can learn Italian and wander free I'll write books You can be a dancer We won't ask questions We'll seek no answer We'll just drop out Let go, let's drop out Come on, let's hit the road Well, civilization is dying All our leaders are lying But what good is all this crying? There's only one thing that's left worth trying Let's drop out Let's let go Let's drop out Come on, let's hit the road That was a good tune. Did you just play a happy-sounding song? It seemed kind of happy. Yeah, yeah. That's... I'm sorry, that leaked out. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely hear the Dylan influence in that song. That's a straightforward kind of country thing. That's cool. Thing, That's what know? I do. Yeah. Right in your face. There you go. Yeah. Can't hide. Can't hide behind that. Right. Unless you got a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... All right, I almost so, brought mine, but I thought, no, not this time. Say something for next time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when this recording gets screwed up. Right. <laughs> he, was, he was so good, I brought him back three times in a row. <laughs> three days in a row. <laughs> All right, so uh, play yeah. one more and... Uh, and call it a life? Yeah, we'll take it out. Well, do I do Total Recall or Humble? Total Recall or Humble? I think you liked Humble. You seem to enjoy that. I'd like Total Recall, too. Would, uh, we'll play them both. I don't no, care. We got time. Okay. All right. I'll see if I can pull together the energy for it. Uh, <laughs> make me energy. play music. <laughs> <laughs>
I see ignorance everywhere, what can I do? Even an idiot can see that it's true I don't want to contribute to the poison and the static Like somehow this half-wit on automatic Why are the idiots running the show? Isn't there anywhere peaceful to grow? How can the decent and the mindful flourish? When even the food that we eat does nourish Now that the truth is buried in lies Now that we've all been compromised Now while we wait for the sky to crumble Look up and be humble I hear bombast and rhetoric and angry people yelling How can anybody find that crap compelling? I don't want to join the chorus of the pimps and the posers I want to help the world regain its composure Why should we honor the selfish and vain? Who exalt themselves with deceit and disdain? How can the good and the pure of hearts Be expected to constantly make a new start Now that the truth is buried in lies Now that we've all been compromised Now while we wait for the sky to crumble Lift up your hearts in prayer and be humble I touch artifice and absence and my fingers grow cold I can feel a meaningless pattern unfold I don't want to hold my hand with the sweaty grips Of the hand drive artists who act so hip Why should I be the one that's like all the rest? It's the ones who conform who aren't giving their best how can I contribute if I can't stand alone And live an alternative to what I can't condone Now that the truth is buried in lies Now that we've all been compromised Now while we wait for the sky to tumble Lift up your hearts in prayer and be humble I take sugar and preservatives and empty fillers If it isn't organic, it might be a killer I don't want to consume what cannot sustain me 
Fast food everywhere, but what does it gain me? Why should we scramble through slaughterhouse drive-thrus And squander our income on weight loss gurus? How can we hope to regain composure If constant desire circumvents any closure Now that we've all fallen under a world of lies Now that we're all compromised And now while we wait for the sky to crumble Lift up your hearts in prayer and be humble All right, it's very good. What was that called? Humble? Humble. I like it. We'll end it on that. That's a good one. That's a lot of words. <laughs> That's a lot of words. That's a lot of words, man. <laughs> there you go. That's right. what you get today. Well, you've been listening to Radio Americana Detroit. I'm your host, Robert Lewis, and my guest is Brian Elam. I said it right on the you first did. time that time. <laughs> We're out of here. I, I, uh, I appreciate you coming out, Brian. I appreciate <clears throat> you having me. Thanks. It's been fun. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming out on Sunday after I had you here Friday. Yeah. Realized there was a problem. We didn't know it was a dress so. rehearsal. <laughs> Get it right. The third time's going to be even better. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're out of here. Stick around, folks. I got some more local music coming up. No one's going to help you now, Jerry. It's just you and me. It's intermission time, folks, so hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right over to our refreshment center for the most extravagant array of refreshment goodies ever assembled under one roof. Enjoy breathtaking, mouth-watering goodies, everything from a snack to a delicious full meal. At our refreshment center, you'll find a large variety of goodies to satisfy your hunger, your thirst, or your sweet tooth. So hurry, hurry, hurry. Visit our refreshment center now. What is the cult of odd? Well, it's a little bit of... And a little... But most importantly, it's about becoming... One of us! You can join the cult every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 Eastern right here on tapdetroit.com or by heading to thecultofodd.com. Let us in. Let us fill you in. Join the cult of odd today. today. Hi there, you're listening to The Plank Man Show on tapdetroit.com. Oh, wait a minute. No, you're not. This is a promo for the show. So if you're listening to this, you're not listening to the show. You need to listen to the show Thursday night at 8 p.m. on tapdetroit.com with myself and Ted Eberly, where not only do we talk local music, we also play local and independent artists from 
all around the world, and we get into sports and all kinds of other stuff. So tune in Thursday night, 8 p.m., tapdetroit.com. I'm the last of my kind An incandescent life from another time Slow to turn on, it won't last long Sorta of like this old song I'll be replaced by an LED 820 lumens like a new TV Find a man lowest home improvement Part of the next year's movement Energy efficient for decades to come By the time it goes dark I'll be gone, I'm a dinosaur made of glass and tin Take me out, screw a new one in But for now, I'll light the way Brighten up your everyday If only for a short time It's still my turn to shine can chase away the night I'm the perfect reading light Whether it's an old newspaper Or an Elmore Leonard caper When I'm done reuse my glass And those tiny little wires of brass Can't do much with a broken filament When it's no longer radiant But for now, I'll light the way Brighten up your everyday If only for a short time It's still my turn to shine It's still my turn to shine I've been flickering for a little while I'm on my last smile Let me illuminate your smile Before I go out of style In the days before lamps We'd sit around the camps Look to the fire For all we desire Maybe that day will return when all we will burn is ourselves in the sun We'll let it light our way Brighten up our everyday ho-ho For the rest of time It's our turn to shine We'll let it light our way Brighten up our everyday ho-ho for the rest of time It's our turn to shine 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 
got this feeling it comes and goes when I'm walking by the river sand. This old world is tumbling down. Go and walking by the river sand. Tell your lies, sing your songs. Nothing matters by the river sand. All right. I just can't take no more 
how to talk I never cared to listen, I did what I saw I cared about my guitar and the girl next door Seasons changed, years went by The devil started to show more in my eyes Of the smoke I told The truancy notes always shows up In every single song I wrote I like wild women, drinking and sinning Oh mama try but that's just the beginning The motels, jail cells and dingy bars When look bad if you see it we're shooting star, I like wild women drinking and sinning. Oh, mama, try, but that's just the beginning. Sometimes I wonder if I would have been good if dad hadn't left my neighborhood. Years went by, I try to stand on my own I've been roughed up, used and bruised, pushed to the floor I've exploded and been rolling, try to make things right But I seem to forget, this noose is tight And the apples don't fall, fall from the tree No apples don't fall, fall from the tree Especially right in ones like me Oh, what were they saying when they buried me? I like wild women, drinking and sinning Oh, mama, try, but that's just the beginning The most Hells, jail sales and dingy bars We look bad if you see it We're shooting star I like wild women Drinking and sinning Oh mama try but that's just the beginning Sometimes I wonder if I would have been good If dad hadn't left My Wild women drinking and sinning. Oh, mama, try, but that's just the beginning. The motels, jail cells, and dingy bars may look bad if you see it from a shooting star. I like wild women drinking and sinning. Oh, mama, try, but that's just the beginning. Sometimes I wonder if I would have been good if dad hadn't left my neighborhood. Whoa.
from a place called the Motor City, I demand respect. I don't want your pity. You can laugh, cry, shut up and stand tall. I tell you, brother, I've done it all. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Yes, jeans and t-shirts every day. Manuel and nudie don't match our pay. We don't wear conchos on our pants. Just steel toe boots in the assembly plants. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> Got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to exploit. Well, it may not be what you want to hear, but there's some crazy shit going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Rock a back. Champagne, I have a shot and a beer. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Well, I like Johnny and Merle and a whole bunch of others like the Motown sound from the old Funk Brothers. Jack Scott singing that rockabilly jive. Iggy and the Stooges and the MC5. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Well, I never rode a bull, I never wrestled a steer I was raised on Chevy's and Cold Stroh's beer If I had a horse, I'd just get bored I got 500 made by Ford, fuck you I'm from Detroit Fuck you, fuck you I'm from Detroit, I'm from Detroit <laughs> Got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to explode what you want to hear, but there's some crazy shit going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. When you see me coming, you don't gotta run. I ain't got a knife. I ain't got a gun. We want you to join us here, so pull up a chair. We'll buy you a beer. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. We got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to exploit. Now this is what you gotta hear. There's a revolution going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. We're from Detroit. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. We're from Detroit. Yeah, fuck you. about me you should know and there's some things I never want to show I never want to be the one to hide not share what's broke inside but trust is key sometimes things we see can't be unseen and sometimes people flaunt them when they're mean we never want to be one to bleed, so we hang on to our greed and push away. We never want to be the one to cry, our fist thrust to the sky and think we win. Well, don't tell me that I should turn aside, things that 
this three-ring circus built on lies I see No, don't tell me I see Devil's Rodeo. Yeah. 
leaving you behind It's been commandeered by the senses of the mind There was time for you to raise your voice and ask somebody why But you did nothing, you just stood there You watched she rode by, so get in line Shut your mouth, keep your eyes fixed straight ahead Now here come the uniforms and the handcuffs for your head And she's rolling down the line There she goes, now she's rolling Leaving you behind It's been commandeered By the censors of the mind You want to hold on to your freedom You gotta grab it by the throat But you got this full of nothing You can't take the time to vote Your opinion doesn't really count You've heard that one before Well the next sound you're gonna hear Is the slamming of the door And if freedom's just another word For nothing left to lose And I guess censorship's another word For nothing left to choose And she's She goes, now she's rolling. You're out of time. There you go. Next time you hear that whistle blow, it's gonna sound a little strange. You see, they've overhauled her engines, and the car's been rearranged. That man who sold you your salvation, he just grabbed his hat and coat. You can try to get your money back, I lay out to say you don't As you're looking out the window as the countryside flies by Looking for anything familiar that you might recognize And then the thought occurs to you that you might have missed your stop You can try to pull the signal cord that'll only bring the cops Now she's rolling down the line There she goes, now she's rolling You're out of time Our capital's built on a swamp, it's sinking in the mud Watch with ashes of campaign promises swept beneath the rug Say anything to get elected, right up till the votes are passed You're sent to represent the people, guess it's just too much to ask In a town where paper plays the science and back scratching's a sport We ought to build a wall around it all, as our last resort Now she's rolling down the line, there she goes Now she's rolling This has been Radio Americana Detroit with Robert Lewis. I am Zira, Robert's personal robot assistant. Robert left all his equipment at the studio except for his laptop and has tasked me to wrap up the show. We hope you enjoy Robert's conversation with singer-songwriter, Brian Elam. Brian had to come back a second time because of a technical error, but we think it went pretty okay. What do you think? The second half of the show was all local music, starting off with Mike Ward, with Our Turn to Shine. Next was Billy Brandt with Riverside then we heard Left Out in the Rain by Ashken Van Gogh with Billy Brandt on bass. Following that was JC and the Disciples with JC Whitelaw who was also in Ashken Van Gogh playing, 
Lead Me On. Then, from Grand Rapids, Michigan was Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards with, The Other Way. Next we heard Wild Women by the man himself, Cash O'Reilly. Next was a sexy little tune by Mary Hartman called, Take Me. Next was Nick Pivot with, Fuck You, I'm From Detroit. Then we heard One Ton Trolley, Don't Tell Me. After that you heard an in-studio recording of The Devil's Rodeo, by the Whiskey Charmers, from when they were on the show. Robert said they were a lot of fun. Closing out the show was local folk singer Nick Juno with Freedom Train. Well folks, that's all for this week, join us on June 26th when Robert has a slew of past guests in the studio to play songs, crack jokes, and share some laughs, for the season finale of Radio Americana, Detroit. And that's rad. <laughs>